Let me know if this sounds like you. You're a teacher who's at their wits end, burned out, or maybe you're just stressed to the max. You want to get on the road to burnout recovery, but you don't know what to do, how to get there, or if it's even possible. I hear you and I want to help, but we didn't get into burnout on the same path. So why should recovery be any different? That's why I wanted to share with you a brand new free resource that I have on my website. It's called the Personalized Roadmap to Teacher Burnout Recovery. In this quick, less than five minute quiz, you'll answer questions that will help identify your needs, your strengths, and your weaknesses. Once you've completed it, you will have access to the personalized roadmap to burnout recovery that's going to give you your next best steps to take on your recovery journey, packed with resources and support along the way. Head over to teachingmindbodyandsoul.com slash quiz or head over to the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to see your action steps along the way. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to episode 37 of the Resilient Teacher Podcast. Now, I've talked a lot about ways to combat the stress of teaching because, yes, this can impact us very heavily. But what about the reigniting of our passion once it's lost to burnout? Finding our unique strengths in our classroom and our job can really improve our overall sense of well-being and finding our passion in teaching. Not everyone was meant to be a teacher, but I believe that if you're here and you're listening to this podcast, then there is a reason you wanted to make an impact in the classroom. And finding that unique strength that you hold can be the difference between surviving and thriving in your career. That's why I'm excited to have Natalie Blackman on the show today to chat all about how she ignited her passion for teaching with her creativity through classroom transformations. Now, here's a little known fact that not enough people are talking about. While there are a ton of well-being practices in our world, there is evidence and research that shows how engaging in everyday creative behaviors just for 15 minutes can shift not only your motivation, but your overall well-being. I mean, simply making the change statement of I'm working on finding my passions again instead of I'm so burnt out, I have no idea what I like or who I am anymore can really make a huge improvement on reigniting that passion. Scientifically speaking, the antidote to burnout isn't just sitting around and doing nothing. It's actually making space for things that give you joy and creative flow is so restorative. So I want to spend more time sharing with you how other teachers are finding that creative flow, using their strengths and passions outside of the classroom as a powerful antidote to burnout and reigniting their passion for teaching. And Natalie's one of those teachers who has really harnessed this through creating classroom transformations. And before I introduce her, I have to tell you how I met her. And no surprise, it was through TikTok. But have you ever just watched someone's videos and you're like, this person and I could be friends in real life? That was exactly how I felt when I started watching her videos. She's like a hype person in your life. And actually getting to chat with her in real time was just confirmation that my gut knows when I meet a friend, even if it's not like actually in person. Natalie Blackman, who you might know as the Teaching Files on social media, is a sixth grade math and student leadership teacher and coach who is passionate about student engagement. Her love of iced coffee, school supplies, and reality TV is evident in her energy, her love, and her ideas for creating activities, lessons, and resources that reach students and make learning and teaching fun again. Seriously, you're going to love Natalie's engagement and classroom transformation style. So let's go meet Natalie. Hey there, and welcome to the Resilient Teacher Podcast, the podcast giving overwhelmed and burned out teachers inspiration, sustainable strategies, 
and reigniting passion for teaching. I'm Brittany, a special education teacher and teacher resilience and retention strategist, and I am on a mission to inspire educators to prioritize their mental health and individualize their self-care routines so that they can live a balanced, fulfilling life as an educator while making a bigger impact in their classrooms and communities. Each week, I'll be sharing tips, strategies, mindset shifts, and discussing hot topics in teacher resilience with other knowledgeable experts so that you can ditch the overwhelm, prevent burnout, and create the life you've been dreaming about. So let's get started, and let me remind you that you too are a resilient teacher. Welcome to the Resilient Teacher Podcast, Natalie. I'm so excited to finally hang out with one of my teacher besties on the show. Hi, Brittany. I'm so excited to be here and so honored. Yes, of course. So I gave a great introduction to you, but I'd love for you to start out and just kind of introduce yourself. Tell us about your teacher experience and what led you to sharing about student engagement. Sure. So my name is Natalie Blackman. I am a teacher in Central California. And I am in my seventh year of teaching. Um, I like to say seven and a half because I don't know if I've ever shared this online, but I actually got into teaching with one of the untraditional routes. I did not have my credential or anything um, when I started teaching. I was just thrown into the classroom. And so I started in the middle of a school year. So that's why I like to say seven and a half. (laughs) But I have taught fourth grade math and science, second grade. And I currently teach sixth grade math, and I also do leadership this year, which has been super exciting. And through all of those experiences, I have just gained a super big passion for student engagement in the classroom. So that's a little bit about me. Yes. And I love everything that you do. If you don't already follow Natalie on TikTok, she does a ton of things that we're going to talk about today on the show. But I always ask teachers who come on the show about their unique experience, like with burnout. And I didn't know that about you and how you came in like outside of the credential. So have you ever experienced burnout or been in a school where you noticed the impact of teacher burnout in like the culture? If so, can you tell us a little bit about that? Definitely. I think it's probably safe to say all teachers have at some point, or I kind of, I love listening to your podcast. Obviously I'm a huge fan of you on TikTok too. I feel like it comes in waves if we're being honest with ourselves. I don't think anyone's ever 100% content or happy um, for a lot of different reasons. And so it's kind of funny because my first school and district that I was in I left because of all of the teacher burnout and just the culture of the school. Yeah. Um, Obviously it was a hard situation because I was kind of thrown in without any experience and I was trying to juggle credential stuff and teaching. And, you know, I was 21 years old and had never worked in the school. So like when I say I was brand new, I mean, I was brand new Mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes it's a little bit easier of a transition for people when you have supportive, you know, colleagues and the culture is positive, but that was not the case for me. Right. And, um, you know, there were some amazing teachers, but they were just really burnt out for unfortunately reasons that had nothing to do with the kids. And so I got a glimpse of that my first year and a half of teaching. And so, Honestly, I left that school and district and some amazing kids because of all of the burnout and the culture it had created. Yeah. Um, So, you know, like I said, I think we all have experienced it at my current school. I think it's kind of up and down. 
Um, even with myself, you know, there's weeks or days where I feel amazing. And then there's some days where I need to remind myself to kind of just breathe and not push too hard. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. I've experienced it myself and with people around me. Yeah. And that's really hard because I think, especially like right now, there is such a big emphasis on teacher burnout. So like most cultures in schools, even if they have a positive school culture, even if they have very supportive colleagues, there's still those teachers that are dealing with burnout. And so we have these new teachers coming in. And especially if they went on a track like you where they didn't, they didn't go to school necessarily to be a teacher, Mm -hmm. you know, and so they, not the teacher prep programs even Oh yeah, even that's a whole other episode. <laughs> yes, even touch on that, but like a lot of that is is a big deal, you know. So when we're talking about like the ebbs and flows of teacher burnout, um, I'm actually going to talk about that in another episode. Um, but there is a study that's been done where it has certain peaks in the year. And lots of times people will say that for new teachers, but it's across the board for every teacher every year. And so there's specific things that people can do in order to reduce the impact of those times of the year. Um, but I, I love that you you know, brought that up. And you also do a lot of stuff with student engagement and classroom transformations. And we're definitely going to talk about how you do this, which I think is a huge part of keeping like students connected to the content, especially with all of the distractions that they have currently. Plus, you know, many teachers state that engaging students is difficult, yeah. especially when we've, you know, they've lost that passion for teaching, they're in burnout. So why is keeping your passion in the classroom alive so important to avoiding burnout? You know, I think there's kind of two sides to it. Perks for the teacher, because we have to be happy and content with what we're doing, you know, for us to do the job we need to do well. But then there's obviously we have to do what we need to do for the kids. And so I think for me, um, it's super important to keep that engagement high because it takes me back to my why. So when you were talking about teacher prep programs, and I think that's probably one of the things that I did take from my prep program, because like you said, they don't do a good job of preparing us. Right. But you have to feed your passion and keep that fuel coming in order to be content day to day. And for everyone, it's not going to be engagement. It just happens to be what works for me. But having and knowing yourself enough to be able to identify what that is, is super important because if you're showing up every day, unhappy, just feeling like you don't want to be there, it's going to lead to that burnout that you do a great job of, you know, discussing and helping fight in a lot of your episodes. But um, I think, like I said, just going to your why and the purpose of why you're there. And for me, it's that student engagement. Yeah. And so when we're talking about student engagement, like what are some things that you focus on specifically to get them engaged? Like how does this change like the culture of the classroom? how you feel day in and day out as an educator? So I think I kind of try to focus on like three areas and really they're more so questions that I kind of consider. Um, And, you know, just to be completely transparent, like both of us are teachers in the classroom. Not every day is like this. Not every day is perfect. But I try to kind of keep these things in my head as I'm going day to day. Um, So the first one is our students personally connecting or making meaning to what we're doing. And, you know, depending on the student and the teacher, that can look 
a lot of different ways, but we know that if what we're doing in the classroom doesn't make sense or doesn't connect to our students in some way, then they're probably not going to be engaged. Right. Yeah. So that's the first one. And the second one is I'm super big on collaboration. And we know that's a skill that our kids need to Mm -hmm. just survive in this world. You know, again, this is a whole other topic, but with all the social media and distractions that you mentioned, it's something that they don't know how to do well coming in. Agreed. Um, So I always look for that. Are they collaborating with classmates or a partner or, you know, sometimes even just us as the teacher? Yeah. Um, And then the third thing that I kind of focus on is, are they actively learning, participating and growing? Um, And, you know, for each student, again, that's going to look really different because you have students who are super shy and they're not comfortable with getting up and, you know, doing a dance in front of the class or singing a song. But those are kind of the three things that I try to pinpoint um, to kind of just monitor how the class is going and what engagement level we're kind of at for that day. Yeah. And so like when we're talking about student engagement, I think you brought up something a little bit earlier that's really important. Like for you, the creativity of the engagement was really the thing that connected to your why. And for me, it's helping my students. My my why is always helping that underdog. I, I've always mm-hmm. felt that way since as long as I can remember. As a teenager, it was always the underdog. Get get in there for the underdog. So being a special educator was just natural to me to, yeah. to do that and connect to that why. And so when, you, when you're talking about that, that creativity, that um, the student engagement, yes, but that creativity part of you is lit up and keeps with that passion. So I think that's really important to kind of reiterate as well. So if teachers haven't heard about classroom transformations, can you give them like a rundown? Like how are classroom transformations beneficial for both the students and then you as the teacher on a deeper level? Well, you know, I can talk for hours about this. I love classroom transformation. So if you're not familiar with classroom transformations, it's literally what it sounds like. It's just a day. I've seen teachers do it over days and props to them because I could never, it just takes um, some extra energy. It's a day where you just kind of transform your space to fit in with a particular topic or skill that you're teaching. Um, and, you know, they can look a lot of different ways. Um, a lot of the times people get a little bit intimidated about how to tackle something like that. I know we're going to probably get into that, but um, yeah, just a day where you kind of transform your space for your students and more so transform their experience with what you're learning that day. Yeah. So I've seen on TikTok and I love that you post them because it's almost like that. It's like, wow, that is really cool. Like, and you kind of go through the transformation, but you show kind of what it looks like during the process of it, the preparation for it, the aftermath of it. And so it kind of gives that full picture for anybody who is looking for that. But you've done, I think, Starbucks, mm-hmm. like Starbucks one. Um, I've seen the glow party, glow theme. Yeah. Um, so for that teacher who's like, I think this would help me get reignited. I think it's going to help me reclaim my passion. What are like three tips for getting started with a classroom transformation? So again, I think I mentioned this um, just a second ago, like they often sound super overwhelming and a little bit intimidating. And so I always say start small, Um, you know, just start with picking a skill or standard that you guys are working on. 
And then pick a theme that's going to be super easy. Um, It could be maybe you have a ton of Hawaiian stuff at home from your daughter's birthday party or something left over. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Hey, I'm going to keep you to that. Uh, You know, I would say just start small with things that you already have so that you don't feel overwhelmed. You don't even have to make new questions. Just take a set of questions that you were already going to do anyways and kind of put them out with whatever you're envisioning. Um, but yeah, definitely just starting small. And if you have someone in your grade level or in your subject area, do it together. Collaboration with everything is obviously, you know, the way to go, but especially with these types of things, the more brains and kind of hands on deck you have, the easier it makes the process. So yeah, start small and, um, just kind of work up from there. Just to kind of help these teachers who may not, you know, they're like, okay, that sounds great. And now you've kind of scared me because you, I'm a little bit overwhelmed. You're right. Don't you have some like resources that you sell that you've already put together that you've created, like that they can maybe kind of check out? Like which ones off the top of your head do you have that maybe they can check out like right now? Yeah. So, I mean, that is another route to go to make it super easy. Like, Teachers Pay Teachers is full of a million resources of amazing teachers. Um, My partner teacher and I have to give her a shout out because she is amazing and she's the other half to me that isn't always on camera. Um, But behind the scenes, we put together a lot of these things together. So we have like a glow day classroom transformation template. And what I mean by template is it could work for any subject, grade level or content area. We have everything done. All you have to do is go in and put in your questions and you're good to go. You just print everything off. Um, we have a CSI day one. That's our most recent one that we did. Um, and then I put together Fear Factory classroom transformation template as well. So that's um, awesome. So I'm going to put those in the show notes because awesome. I really think that that's going to help a lot of educators who are like, this sounds really great, but I'm a little intimidated. Like you said, you wow. already have these templates ready for them to go so that they have those ideas. And I know you have tumbling towers and it's a freebie. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. And I've seen you do a lot of like reviews with those tumbling towers or, you know, Jenga, as some people call yeah. it, you know? Um, Can you tell us a little bit about how you use this tool to get kids pumped up about reviewing um, before tests and things like that? Yeah. And so before I get into that, I just want to, I'm sure there's probably people listening like, okay, I thought this was about like writing off like teacher burnout and things. Um, So kind of just to recenter our conversation a little bit. As we started with, like I feed off of the creativity and just the energy in the room. And so all these activities that we're talking about, like I'll go over tumbling towers in a second are things that I, when I see my kids doing these things, like it just makes me so excited. And I kind of am able to feed off that energy, but I'm hoping that some of these ideas, like you said, just kind of stick with someone and help them kind of find what is going to kind of reignite their passion with tumbling towers. That's one that I love talking about because it's cheap. It's very low prep. And once you have it going, like it just runs itself. So tumbling towers or Jenga. Um, I use the term tumbling towers because we are teachers and we're balling on a budget. And so you can find these tumbling towers or like mini Jenga's at Dollar Tree. And you play it just like the Jenga game. The only difference is you'll color code your blocks before you set it up for your students. I usually put them in teams of four. And we just use a color-coded mat. So there's like six green, six red, et cetera. 
And students take turns pulling a block in their team. And whatever color block they pull is the question the whole team solves together. And they just repeat that process. And we all obviously know the students love being competitive. And so I make it a challenge. And at the end of the time that we have to play, whoever's team has the tallest tower wins. And um, I just do like a Jolly Rancher sticker. But again, it's just an easy way to kind of get your students engaged and excited about what you're doing in class. Yeah, I just – I love how – if you ever watch something and then you got excited because you watched it, that is how I feel every time I watch one of your TikToks. Like I'm I'm watching you transform I a classroom. <laughs> I watch you transform a classroom and I'm like, holy crap, that is so exciting. And when you get inspired by somebody like you doing what you're doing, it, it – kind of reignites that passion for you, you know, like you're, you're watching this person transform this classroom and you see how engaged the students are. It's like your heart swells or like, I don't know how to describe that, but I I know exactly what you're describing because that's these things that we're kind of mentioning in our conversation are, it's that same feeling that I get when I'm in the classroom and I get to witness my students doing these things. It, it just really, kind of reminds you of the purpose you serve and um, that there is a bigger reason, obviously, for why you go through these ups and downs of teacher burnout and that there is light at that end of the tunnel. Yes. So I'm going to definitely put all of the links in the show notes for teachers to go find your resources, get reignited in their passion for teaching, just to see that spark in their kids, watch that. Um, For those listeners who are interested in learning more from you, can you share with them like where they can find you, any free or paid offers you have that could support them with their journey and reigniting their passion for teaching with classroom transformations? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. This has been like on the to-do list for so long for me because I love following you. And I think we met on TikTok. Uh, yes, we did. <laughs> yeah. So um, I am the teaching files on Instagram, TikTok. And I have a website where it can kind of be the hub for all the places you can find me. So it's the teachingfiles.education. And on there, I have a whole section with freebies that I offer to help support teachers. And I also have a Facebook group. I'm super excited because actually just this morning, I saw we hit 10,000 members Yes. Yes. I'm part of that group. Yes. (laughs) Um, And so that is kind of a community that I've built for teachers to kind of just collaborate who are like-minded and have a passion for engagement in the classroom. And then on my website, you can also join my email list and I send goodies and just tips and we just keep it real. Sometimes it's been just a lot of real talk this year. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, those are some places you can find me. Yes. And so I'm going to drop the group in the um, show notes as well for people to go and join that group, because that's another really big thing. You talked about it a little bit, but I talk about it all the time. It's so important to find that community of like-minded teachers, those positive teachers who are doing the things that you want to do so that you can be inspired and so that you can sustain your job. Because when you don't have that community, maybe in your school building or, you know, in your community as a whole, finding those people online like you, to me, is so powerful in transforming how we feel when we are in the classroom. So I'm definitely going to put that in there. Everybody should go and check it out because you do a whole bunch on there as well. Um, Natalie, I'm so excited that we got to hang out today. We've been friends on TikTok for like over a year. And 
like one of those teacher bestie things. Mm -hmm. And so it was just, this was like one of those moments that's finally come to play. And I just want to thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And again, I'm so honored and want to say thank you for all the work you do for teachers and students. So thank you. Thank you. Before you go, head over to teachingmindbodyandsoul.com slash podcast to check out any links, freebies, and resources discussed in this episode so that you can start recovering from or preventing burnout and reigniting your passion for teaching. If you liked this episode and it helped you or made you think in any way, I know it will be for other educators too. So subscribe and leave a review so more educators can find this community as well. Did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the teachers in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of the episode you're listening to and tag me and post it in your stories. What do you say that we start creating a trail for more teachers around us so that we can start to make the change in the system of education, how teachers are seen and respected, and for ourselves? I look forward to connecting with you more on Instagram at Teaching Mind, Body, and Soul or TikTok at Miss Princess Teach. I am always looking for an excuse to chat more about burnout, resilience, and teacher support. I'll see you in the next episode.